Well, our moms think we're funny. <laughs> but you, you know, though, like the thing is, like if 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 one of your grandparents told you that, right, and and then you're like, I can't believe he doesn't like that. Then it's like, yeah, but I had enough. You wouldn't be here. <laughs> so what do you have to say about that? All right, then shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say anything. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> I can't argue with that. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, part of me says, like, I wish you had enough, but if you had enough, I wouldn't be here to wish you had enough. So just like, like, okay, dude, just like, rock on, Grandma. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, like, that's the kind of thing you can confess to, like, one of your grandchildren because they can't do shit or say shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe, maybe this, maybe this should be the the uh, podcast that I talk about Brent Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah, I mean, since we're already on it. <laughs> Even though, like, nobody here knew what we were talking about. <laughs> but, I mean, hell, yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. Let's so, go. So, uh, hey, everyone, I'm a Kobe. Hey, my name is Turk182. Hey, welcome to Our Moms Think We're Funny. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... <laughs> should, I, should I, like, fill the man or just leave him hanging? Uh, let's, let's... Uh, <laughs> up to you. Up to you. Do you want to, or... I, I'll, I'll do an abridged version. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so so before the podcast started, we were we were talking about uh, or just kind of like riffing on like horrible things that people like. Oh wow, look how Ultraman just like just like just straight up arm like Iron Man. Yeah, he's just Hulk Buster. Yeah. So, um, but we were talking about like horrible horrible things that like one of your grandparents may have done like in the past. So let's say like. Um, Let's say that one of your grandparents had to make like a horrible decision, like with, it's like a Titanic type thing. But like, only one of us can get on the on the life raft, and, you know, uh, the lifeboat to get out, and they trip somebody and, <laughs> and they fall behind, and they then they tell you the stories, like your grand uh, grandchild, that they tell you a story, like, yeah, and this is what I did, so I could be the last one on, on the on the last boat of, off the Titanic, and I had to sacrifice one of my friends, and they're like, you're a monster, but like, yeah, but if I hadn't done that, you wouldn't be alive today. So, am I still a monster? Because if I was a good person, you wouldn't even fucking exist. So, um, so say something. <laughs> and it's like, and, and they, they probably waited, like, they probably waited like, their entire life for you to be born. So they had someone to confess to, knowing that they couldn't say shit about it. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, so. Um, I mean, that's what I would do to my grandkids. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that and be like. And like, you should go upstairs and look in the attic. There's a trunk there. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about with the trunk in the attic, like, just listen to some of the older podcasts. <laughs> you know all about the attic trunk. Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that trunk. Yeah, I'd never plan on even having kids, but I have to have grandkids now, so on my deathbed. Like, come closer, Billy, come closer. I caused the crypto crash. <laughs> Everyone lost all their NFTs because of me. I, I, Billy, I just want you to know it's true what they say. When you die, all everything that you've amassed in this world, all the money, you can't take it with you. 
but I can't take you with me. (laughs) 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 You you do that. And you like you go, me! And you scream it, and you grab Billy by the throat, and he starts like hitting you. And it's just, let me go! And the family runs in here. All I see is like him beating the shit out of you. Please <laughs> <laughs> just stop him! I'm too weak. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> like when it's time for the family to gather together to have my will read, it's just gonna be like, I hope you're all enjoying the coffee because it is poisoned. <laughs> See you in hell, fuckers. <laughs> It's like I leave everything to Billy, provided that he didn't try to kill me. <laughs> like, I wasn't trying to kill him. He was trying to kill me. That's not what we saw. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your granddad. Fuck your granddad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, so there's just a Mewtwo Strikes Back reboot. It's just done in computer animation. Wow, so I did not need to see that. Hmm. You know, like you... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, man. (laughs) Thanks, appreciate that. Fuck you, Netflix. Just, like, just kind of going through there, and then we hit this Count Me In documentary. The first thing they show is Taylor Hawkins, but like, ugh. Yep, that's rough. Yeah, this is this is legitimately like a shot-for-shot recreation of the first Pokemon movie. Yeah, just he, he even fights the pirate trainer, yeah. Squirtle versus Machamp. Why? Like, why do they feel they need to do that? They changed a couple things in it, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, oh, that pisses me right off. Boom, 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 Dragonite, Dragonite, <laughs> boom, 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 Dragonite. God, Brock looks really bad in CG. Oh man, don't say anything about Brock because you know you know Brock's gonna be at the Raleigh Galaxy Con. I can't go. Yeah. I wanna see Brock. I wanna meet Brock. I, I like Brock. Brock is a great character. I'm just saying he doesn't translate well to CG. I know, I'm just saying, like, you know, just you know, don't mention it. Okay. I like, won't mention it. It'd be like if you mentioned, like, you know, like the fucking the bitch pudding. But like, damn, bitch pudding's gonna be there. I don't wanna meet bitch pudding so bad. <laughs> Oh, you don't get a taste of bitch pudding. <laughs> I love bitch pudding. I can't cook meat her. I mean, the thing is, she's done all kinds of cool. She's in the fucking Mandalorian, right? I mean, like, she, she was in, her, in like, what, a Riddick movie. And she's a great actress and everything. But for me, bitch pudding, that's all I care about is she's bitch pudding. Uh, okay, so, uh, so our real podcast topic. Real podcast? Well... I mean, before we get to that, I'm, I'm going to tell you about my business model, because nobody thinks it's a good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me all about it. It's, uh, well, you know, I used to be a baker. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been discussing with some people, you know, maybe it'd be nice to get back into baking, but then when they hear my business model, they're always like, no, that's a horrible idea, and they don't go for it. I can't get any backing or anything. And I want to call it bread Nazis. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. So, would you spell Nazi K N O T? Hey, and then and then apostrophe Z. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, I was just gonna just spell it the way Nazis spell. And I mean, no, I myself am not a Nazi, but just think about what all you could do just with the commercials for it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, here at Bread Nazis, we believe that you can't be sure that the Holocaust occurred, but what we can be sure of is that we make our bread with the freshest of ingredients every day. Okay. Phew, God, I'm, I'm glad, because for a minute there, I thought you were going to make it like a joke about bread in the oven. Like, it's so, I was like, like dude, that's... I was like, dude, don't do that. Don't do that. That's on my list. That's what? This, this dough must be a jig, because I can't wait to stick it in the oven. Oh, God. No. No, dude. No. This is why people don't think it's a good idea. And it's like all of our bread is nine, nine, nine. <laughs> you know, it like pans over to all the customers eating the bread. They're like, wow, this is a National Socialist Party in my belly. Like <laughs> bread Nazis. Mein Kampf is German for my struggle. But my struggle is making sure that you have the best bread in the world. Well, I do think that that is probably a really, a really bad idea. A really bad idea. A really bad Ask idea. Ask us about our white bread. That's the bread we're most proud of. That be that, that would be like like a midget bakery that only <laughs> that only made shortbread cookies. <laughs> I'd be down with that. I would back that. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> They would say, yeah, we've only got shortbread products here. I'd be like, that's a really good idea. That's clever. <laughs> okay, what, what, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just looking at this thing here. Bad vegan, fame, fraud, and fugitives. After marrying a mysterious man who claimed he could make her dog immortal. Why the fuck would I want my dog immortal? <laughs> why does she believe that? Why would, I, why would I want to make my dog immortal? If I want anybody to be immortal, it's me. Fuck that dog. I mean... <laughs> I mean, oh. she, she, he's, he's already aging seven times faster than I am. I mean, <laughs> so, so you believe it's you believe it's a bad idea? Yes. Why would you want to make your fucking dog immortal? <laughs> no, I mean my business idea. Uh, yes, I, I, I do think that uh, that bread nuts um, <laughs> with with a Z is not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot back you in in this in this. I'm sorry. I, I cannot be your financial partner. Um, Bread Nazis. 110 countries can't be wrong. Uh, Both about Jews and our bread. They, no, I can't. No, I can't. Uh, I, I cannot. I cannot be a part of any of that at all. I mean, just. Well, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, because I, I just I can't see like where that would work out well for anybody <laughs> just no um, <laughs> I mean I, I, when you when you first mentioned that you had an idea for that and I know you've been watching a lot of Seinfeld so I'm like okay I can see where this is going that's, that's right? what everybody thinks is that I'm going for the soup nuts <laughs> right it's <laughs> like like no bread for you like okay that, yeah, that'd be funny like you because because what you're doing is you're, you're creating a demand it's like the velvet rope like no you can't have this bread this this bread is too good for you you know but instead you're going the other route it's like this bread is too good for Jew and I'm like no I cannot be a part of that this, this is like you, you wrote a bad song Petey like <laughs> 
please take my name off of this. <laughs> Red Nazis. Six million lives lost may sound like an inflated number, but six million percent is the quality we promise you for our product. You don't, you don't like it? You know, okay, here's the thing, right? As horrible, as horrible as an idea that is, and it really is a horrible idea, right? Due to things like, you know, I don't know, Operation Paperclip, right? <laughs> Yeah. That you you really can't say like like oh well you can't sit there and go like our bread is the greatest because you know because you know we like we took like all the best knowledge and everything from the Jews to make our bread before you like <laughs> like you, you can't you can't you can't sit there and, and be mad and be like be like like oh my well, that's not right but then, but then you say oh well oh yeah all these all these like these these German scientists that were doing stupid shit were like oh. I want to see what happens if if I filled your belly full of rocks. How long would you live? Like that's not that's not an experiment. That's, that's, just, that's just a bullshit that you. That you that's I just mean, some fat kid with a magnifying glass in an anthill. Right. I mean, like, I mean there's nothing scientific about that. Like it's like well, well, obviously they would die like within a couple of days. Well, we don't know that because no one's ever done it. And then, and then like the, the U.S. government is like, you know. Uh, that whole like rock stomach thing, you know, like, <laughs> like, and I, I'm not quite sure where you're going, but that's the kind of thinking we need over here in America, you know. <laughs> so we're gonna forgive all the people you killed with the whole not like the, the whole rock stomach thing, <laughs> and then you know, come over here. Like, if you thought the Jews were fun to mess with, <laughs> wait till we give you these uh, these guys from Tuskegee. Oh, you have to just have a field day with them. <laughs> can't say anything like like oh that's not right but like, yeah. well, like for you know, anybody who wants to cancel me if it's good enough for the u.s government right it's like good enough for me we're, we're gonna take we're gonna take all the all the shit you learn from your bullshit quote experiments <laughs> forgive you for all of them and then next thing you know we've got you know and put you on payroll yeah why not and and then next thing you know we've got some kind of like medical advancement or whatever it's like yeah. oh Bread Nazis. We're not saying it wasn't a tragedy. We're saying we made great breakthroughs in baking. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's a horrible idea. I don't want to support it at all. But but I will defend you the point that that like yeah, like if if you're gonna be mad at him for this, you gotta be mad at everything. Because like, I'm I'm telling you right now. Right now, there's a guy that's popping Viagra and he's like, I'm so glad someone created this Viagra pill so I can get a hard on at the <laughs> yep. age of 65 so I can fuck this 40-year-old chick or whatever <laughs> that only wants me for my money that doesn't know that, like, Viagra, you know, came from, like, a, like fucking, like, Rogaine, which came from, like, a heart medicine, which came from this, which came from that, which goes all the way back to some dumb fuck German scientist that was doing shitty experiments, like, I wonder what would happen if I cut off the fingers of your right hand and attached them all to the left hand, right? Yeah. It's like, like, that's not an experiment. <laughs> but, but then, like, but then America gave him a grant. Because, <laughs> you know, what? Right. And then, you know, like, 50 years later, Viagra. <laughs> so it was like, so, like, if you like getting, like, boners and everything at age 65, well, then you gotta accept the fact that it came from, like, some fucked up guy who was just, like, yeah. like, you know, off his ass on, like, fucking salvia and, <laughs> and absinthe. <laughs> I mean, hey, those who wear Adidas shoes. 
that they, they got their start right in the thick of it. All day, I dream about sex, yes, all day. I dream about sex and all day. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that Jonathan Davis has anything to do with that, but... <laughs> now, I'm not really not saying that Jonathan Davis has anything to do with that. <laughs> oh... <laughs> I'll see. So I, I take it. So since since I can't count on you to be on my board of directors here, no, I can't. Um, uh, so I guess we should just jump into our actual topic. Hey, let's do that. <laughs> Note to self: edit out all that shit we just said. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's here. I said note to self. <laughs> I'm the one that's got to post it. I'm the one that's going to be taking care of this. <laughs> you always say that, but you never do. <laughs> yeah, I see. I you think you're slick. You think you're so fucking smooth. I really like, don't. I'm really flagrant with all of this. No, no, no. You think you're so fucking smooth, and I'm so fucking stupid. I'm like, dude, I need a podcast for tomorrow. I, 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 I just got back home, man. I'm like, I'll, I'll get it to you in a minute. Three o'clock in the morning, I get the podcast. You know I'm not up that that late. You know I'm gonna wake up at six o'clock so I can like fucking like listen through it, post it, and I'm not gonna have time to edit shit out and everything. You think you're slick, but I'm on to you. I mean, fucking on to you. I appreciate the vote of confidence, but really, I am just incredibly lazy. <laughs> it's it's really not that complicated for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can stand in a puddle of a comey and not get your shoes wet. So yeah, this from the guy who's already like three verses into still smooth. <laughs> like, like you're like writing that shit up right now. <laughs> The sequel to Smooth Criminal. Still smooth. Still smooth. I don't understand why you have so many references to baby's asses, but, like, whatever. <laughs> Still smooth like a baby's bottom. <laughs> I mean, it's all about the, the rhyme meter. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, until, no. until you write songs yourself, you just wouldn't understand. I gotta follow the meter. Yeah. Not no, cool. And uh, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> wait, wait. Wasn't the meter that kid I saw you with the other day? <laughs> Yeah, he, he's my producer, you know. Word? Yeah, he uh, he's, he's real good at producing music. So, um... He, he's backing bread Nazis, so... <laughs> <laughs> if that makes you feel any better. You reminded me of, uh, of that commercial um, from Grand Theft Auto for... Uh, Aries tennis shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's one of the employees now. It was like yesterday. Joey sewed his fingers together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, all right. So let's talk about crime, Dirk. <laughs> about crime? Yeah. Okay. You should know better than to let me take point off the podcast because it's a fucking train wreck every time. Well, I mean, this entire podcast so far has been a crime. <laughs> So, uh, every once in a while, I'll stumble across some interesting documentaries on YouTube. Uh, just because, you know, a lot of times I like to learn about people who are train wrecks. That looks like Leroy Strongfeed. <laughs> a little bit. That is, uh, a little bit. that's a Carradine. Uh, <laughs> it's Billy D. Williams and a Carradine. Um, but yeah, so... Most of the time, I'm learning about, like, shitty YouTubers, people who destroy their career and deserve the 
It's destroyed. I like how you say shitty YouTubes as if there's any other kind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Markiplier's not a shitty YouTuber. He's and Mark Fam- Fanboy Flicks. You know, yeah, Mark yeah. Fanboy, he's not. YMS. And, yeah, there's there's some good guys on there. Yeah, good guys on the platform. So, uh, but yeah, so every once in a while I'll learn about like real ass criminals, real actual people who do things, and uh, I came across a documentary about. A Crook named Roofman, and I love this guy. <laughs> he's Roofman, he's my spirit animal. Roofman, not to be confused with Nightman. <laughs> that's it. Wait, was it Roofman or Roofy Man? It was Roofman. Okay, Roofman. All right. Okay. Yeah, it'll all make sense because this guy was ex-military, right? Okay. Special right. ops. He had special training. When he got out of the military, he decided to use that special training for evil. He would go on to roofs, see, specifically McDonald's roofs, and climb up onto the roof of McDonald's. Isn't that roofs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, McDonald's has roofs. Roofs. Yeah. And then he would use his military special training to cut a hole in the roof of the McDonald's. Okay. And lower himself in, Mission Impossible style. Word. And then he would rob the place. Okay. Yeah. What was he taking? Money. But huh. he, he was a gentleman about this because he would lock the employees in the freezer, but he'd let them get their coats so they wouldn't get cold while they waited for help to arrive. What? what okay. When is he doing this? I Presumably night. <laughs> like, But it can't be too late at night because there's employees there. Yeah, so that's what I was kind of asking. Like, um, like, you're cutting a hole in the roof, but isn't... isn't like the place still open like for you to just come in there with a gun like I don't know if he had a gun he must have had a gun right but I mean so you climb up on the roof you cut a hole in the roof which I guess people would hear you would think you lower yourself down while the place is still open and then be like alright everybody go lock the doors when you can just walk into the door and be like alright everybody go lock the doors like okay now I mean he's military I'm not he like he knows what he's doing I, I'm sorry for even you know just the, implying that, that he is in some way flawed please yeah. continue uh, this guy's name was Jeffrey Manchester by the way okay um, I don't mind doxing him uh, but yeah he was oh, I mean he's a criminal so I mean there's no doxing you know? roof man now, now if you told me if you told me like the address for the penitentiary that he's in, like, whoa, you're going too far, man. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Startling the employees before robbing them, mostly Rob McDonald's. Wait, startling before robbing them? Like, because I mean, saying, I just startled if a guy lowered in through the roof. Right, I'm, like, I'm saying that's kind of, kind of comes with lowering yourself into the roof, or with just robbing somebody, like, like, you'll come up to him, like, oh, dude, you're gonna rob me, aren't you? And like, no, it was like, you pull out a gun like, holy shit! And it's like, <laughs> I'm robbing you. Like, holy shit again! <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was there was one time where he actually, like, dug a hole through the back wall of the building to enter in that way, but his typical MO was was a uh, roof man. Okay. But, uh, I mean, according to all of his victims, he was very nice. He was soft-spoken. He was very brand loyal to McDonald's. <laughs> he, he was actually, he actually liked Burger King. That's why he robbed McDonald's. Oh, yeah. It's like Chris Chan refusing to read Harry Potter because it was in competition with Pokemon. <laughs> it was? Like, <laughs> that's right. That's everybody's response. They're like, it was? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter was in competition with Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
I like both, but you know, I'm a freak like that. I mean, I, they're not even remotely related. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see that attitude towards like Digimon, but whatever. I mean, if you if you had to throw a Pokeball to catch your spells, like <laughs> Harry Potter, throw that Pokeball and catch your <laughs> Petroleum spell, <laughs> like yeah. Arceus Pokeball. <laughs> um. Oh, so he did it primarily in McDonald's because they all had a similar enough floor plan that he couldn't really fuck it up after the first time or two. Ah, so okay. that that's actually pretty smart. Forty McDonald's over two years. I assume he had to travel across the country. It was all up and down the East Coast. He even hit a few here in our state. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the story's far from over, my friends. Oh, no, I, I didn't think it was over. Because he started a company called Bread Nazis? No. <laughs> no, so he finally gets arrested, right? All right. Okay. So uh, they arrest him. They put him in Brown Creek Prison in North Carolina. Sentenced to 45 years in prison in the year 2000. I have a question. Yeah. I'm not sure if I tell you this or not, but he would lower himself in through the roof. Mm-hmm. Would he also leave through the roof? I would guess so, but it doesn't really say. Okay. But I'd be very disappointed if he didn't. So, I'm really hoping so. Because this guy, he's bringing a real energy to the table that I can totally get behind. Alright, so so go on, please. Alright. So, he serves five years of this 45-year sentence. At which point, he escapes from jail. <laughs> and I'm sure at that point, then, he decided he was going to go back to Rob McDonald's. Oh, it is so beyond that. His goals... You can't possibly comprehend his goals. He's three parallel dimensions ahead of you, Turk. <laughs> okay. You ain't got the answers, Turk. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> See, that's what you would expect him to do. And Roofman doesn't do the expected. So, I, I, would, I would feel that he would be the kind of guy that would actually talk about himself in like third person like that. Oh, I hope so. In my head, can he does. <laughs> Because Roofman, Roofman only takes it, looks out for Roofman. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but why, why do you always rob McDonald's? McDonald's! <laughs> Roofman does Roofman once. <laughs> Don't you question Roofman. See, I robbed McDonald's because they got the Big Macs. <laughs> they got the Mac Nuggets. Now, we all got, uh, got two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, <laughs> onions. But there's on a sesame seed bun. Our buns have no seeds. <laughs> so, the way he escapes from this prison, which, by the way, he was the first person to escape from this particular facility. Oh, man. Let me guess. He reverse roofed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, although I'm disappointed that that's not what he did. No, he, he they, because he was well-behaved and a good prisoner, they let him work in the machine shop. At which point, he constructed a board that basically worked as a suspension thing that let him hold himself under a truck as it left the facility. Okay. <laughs> which is kind of badass. Which is why nowadays they have those the, the poles with the mirrors underneath them that they look under the trucks for. Right. Just It's like a, like stabbing the, um, like the, the laundry baskets and stuff to mm-hmm. make sure that... Yeah. But he actually waited for a rainy day to do it so that even when they did the mirror, it'd be harder to see him. Ah. And it would also, the rain would mask his scent so the dogs wouldn't smell him. 
Okay. And uh, yeah, he escaped through a bread truck. Ha ha. See? Ah, it's coming around. <laughs> it's, all coming, it's all coming together. It's all coming together. I, I have reasons for everything. Uh, so yeah, so there he is in the wilds of North Carolina. And, uh, you know, you would think either he gets right back to robbing McDonald's or he flees the country, maybe, you know, heads to the West Coast as far away as possible. No, 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 no. Because his goals are beyond our understanding. Right. So, he decided to move into Mecklenburg County in North Carolina, started attending church there, and, uh... Decided to live there. You know how he decided to live there? Um, by As an escaped prisoner, entrenching himself in the community? Uh, how? Well, I mean, take, take a guess. <sighs> he became pastor of the church? Nope. He decided to move into the local Toys R Us. And he started living in the Toys R Us? In the Toys R Us. And, and let me guess, he accessed the Toys R Us... <laughs> Through the roof. <laughs> nope. Oh, no, I was wrong? What? Yeah, he, he went in the normal way, but somehow he avoided all the security cameras and stuff. Now, what he did is he hollowed out their bike rack. How, he hollowed out the bike rack? Yeah, so all the bikes on display were on the outside. He lived inside the rack. Okay, so first off, I'm just going to say, it'd be one thing for me to live in a Toys R Us... But there is no way, no way in the deepest, darkest pits of Hades that I could be trying to sleep inside the bike rack with those little fuckers running up and down <laughs> for like 12 hours. And it's like, you know, like, I, dude, I would go insane. I mean, I guess he just saved his sleeping for after everybody left for the day. But I, mean, I guess, but, so I guess he would, have, he would go out during the day and then just kind of sneak back in and climb back inside his little bike rack at night. Thing. Yeah, yeah, because, okay. I mean, apparently he was attending church. Uh, but yeah, so he hollows this out. At night, when people leave, he takes remote cars up onto the roof and drives them around. He exercises by riding bikes throughout the store. And no indoor cameras caught him? Apparently not. What? what, what when was this? Uh, he got arrested in 2000, escaped in 2005, so oh, fairly wow. recently. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he would... Take food from Red Lobster. Uh, if he, whenever he couldn't get that, he would eat. Not bacon. the Cheddar Biscuits roof, man. <laughs> <laughs> My man would go to Red Lobster for some scrimp. <laughs> um, <laughs> scrimp and strawberries. And uh, yeah, whenever he couldn't get that, he would eat baby food from Toys R Us. Which that sounds like hell on earth. I'd just be living off of Pop Tarts and Fruit Gushers because I mean they got snacks there. Yeah, I mean, what are you, what are you fucking Robocop? <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so he was planning on a, a big heist uh, for Christmas. But uh, what he did was he set up a baby monitor security system all throughout the store so that he could monitor people's comings and goings. Okay. He could track when people were at certain places, and that would help him with this big heist. So, wait. So, he, he's he's living in Toys R Us. He has full access to the place, but he's going he's gonna to he's gonna rob the place... He's got this big plan where he's going to rob Toys R Us at Christmas time. But he... Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, so remember, this guy is part of the community. He's attending church. Yeah, where... How is he... Um, Like, where's he going to, like, shower and stuff like that? And uh, I believe that's answered. Okay. I believe that gets answered. Uh, if it's not answered in this article, 
which I'm not reading off of, I'm just kind of citing, uh, or just kind of referencing. But if it's not answered here, I know it was answered in the video I saw, so I'll, I'll get to it if it doesn't. Okay. But uh, apparently he got himself a girlfriend, which I I didn't know. Was it a real girlfriend, or was it one of like the like a Barbie from like the, <laughs> from the other the girl's house? Chick he met at church. Okay. He told her he had a secret government job, which she believed. I mean, you're in church. I mean, small town North Carolina country church it makes sense. It tracks. Um, so apparently, he gave her some nice diamond earrings. Uh, everybody says he was very well spoken, well dressed, clean, generous. And you and every kid wanted for Christmas? Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So we're, we're getting to it. Okay. So obviously Toys R Us was getting busier and busier during the holiday rush, right? Mm-hmm. So he decided to set up a second home in the Circuit City next door. Because because it's being busier, there's a bigger chance for him to get caught. Right? Yeah. Okay. Which it was uh, the Circuit City was uh, closed down. It was abandoned. Right, because Circuit City yeah, went it's out of business. City. Yeah, yeah. So after hours, he would burrow into the wall of the Toys R Us to get to the Circuit City next door. Wow. So yeah, and then once he was in there, he made himself a nice little four by ten room. He installed a basketball hoop, smoke detector, and here's how he stayed so clean. He piped in water. He redid the piping from Toys R Us into Circuit City. I mean, so this guy is very, like, resourceful. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's, 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 I mean, everything he's doing, I'm like, I'm like, this is, like, why are you wasting this doing stupid shit? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> it's like you're resourceful. You're smart. I mean, you have no trouble escaping from the prison. Why? Why settle for less, bro? Right. I, I don't. I don't understand what you're doing here. So yeah, but then he would use a secret room to watch Spider-Man Two. Uh, he set himself up some Spider-Man bed sheets and put up a bunch of Spider-Man posters. Apparently, he really liked Spider-Man. Maybe that's why he was Roofman. Roofman, Roofman does whatever a roof can. Like like lowers him down from the ceiling, upside down, his feet wrapped around the webbing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, he doubled up his baby monitor surveillance system. Man, I, I bet you their shrinkage was, like, crazy. I can only imagine how many people got, like, fired in queues, like, stealing shit. Like, right? <laughs> Debbie, we're down five baby monitors. You're the only one had a baby recently. <laughs> you locked up last week. <laughs> I didn't take your fucking monitors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow, I forgot about this. This shit's crazy. So... At some point, you know, as, as happens to you, Roofman wound up needing some dental work done, right? Okay. So he goes to the dentist, gets his teeth taken care of. Well, now, he's got dental records. Well, how is he paying for all this? Because he hasn't robbed the Toys R Us yet. That's a good question. I would say maybe it's an insurance thing, but I don't know. It's small town. They, we probably just said dummy later. Um, but yeah, so... I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for some dental work today. <laughs> or filling today. <laughs> well, I don't know why why we went bang with that. <laughs> I didn't use it. I was just doing a wimpy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Touch for going for bang. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so because he knew his dental records would crop up in the police file, he right. did the smart thing and he burned the dentist's office down. <laughs> After 
after. I guess that's how we plan on paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> after I give it off one, I'm going to burn this thing to the ground. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. That's what got him refound and rearrested. Was the fact that he burned that dentist office. Yeah. I mean, that at least gave them the right idea to start looking for something. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, not not that his plan was like the best plan, but he was doing so well <laughs> until like he was like, "Oh, my teeth, my teeth." Uh, I guess I'll just have to burn this place too. <laughs> so yeah. So on December twenty sixth, he steals a gun from a pawn shop. He makes his bold move. There are two employees who manage to escape and call the police. He, he stole a gun from a pawn shop. Like, wow. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So, cops found him. They arrested him. They found his, his secret lair, his, his cave, his apartment. And, uh, yeah. And, so, and then back to prison he went. Back to prison he goes. He's uh, supposed to... Uh, he's supposed to be in jail for quite a few years. Let's see. Um... Oh, they, they chased him through <laughs> Toys R Us in Circuit City, apparently. Let me let me rewind a little bit. Let's see. Yeah, they, they actually chased him through the store, which is how they found the, the bike rack room in the Circuit City. Wow. <laughs> um, so, of course, they track him back through his girlfriend. Uh, she didn't believe the police at first, but... Uh, she helped set up a sting operation. So she invites him to her house for her 40th birthday. This is so Oh, so they didn't catch him. He got away. Yeah, he got away because he had this entire this entire interest net set up. So yeah, so she invites him to her birthday 10 days after he evaded arrest. And uh, so he stuck around to see her one final time before leaving, at which point he gets arrested. Wow. His girlfriend decided to say he was very sad and humbled and felt terrible that he had to deceive us. He encouraged me and told me to be strong and do the things we talked about doing. He wasn't upset. That, mm. <laughs> he was charged with uh, robbery with a dangerous weapon, malicious use of explosives to damage property, burning an unoccupied building, breaking and entering, and possession of a firearm by a felon. What what uh, what explosives did he use? I, I guess maybe that's how he uh, like knocked through the wall or something of the Toys R Us, or maybe that's how he blew up the or set fire to the dentist office with with explosives. Okay, I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's at this point now that he's charged with all this stuff, he calls his girlfriend and breaks up with her as, as amicably as possible. I mean, that, that does make sense though. Like, look, baby, um. I it, I'm probably gonna get out here for like a long, long time. So <laughs> I know I wasn't exactly straightforward with you, and I'd like to apologize about that. But you really should just move on. Yeah. By doing so, he demonstrated value. He also managed to call his mom before they arrested him. I know that was actually after they arrested him. He told her, Mom, I kind of lost focus. His mom said, He doesn't seem super embarrassed about the notoriety. I know I would be. (laughs) 
So yeah, that's that's Jeffrey Manchester. I have to say though, he actually um he actually learned a lot from his military service. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a guy that like, like really took what he was doing. Like, like I want to learn everything I can. When they said, be all you can be, like, shit, <laughs> I want to be like, the best criminal in the world. Like, <laughs> today we're going to learn, teach you how to hide from the enemy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, what the hell? Where'd this bike rack come from? <laughs> and where is Manchester? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they're all like, Chilling out there in the barracks late at night. He's like, yeah, when I get home, I'm going to marry my girl. And he's like, yeah. When Pull I- a picture out of wallet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, when I, when I get home, I'm going to work with my dad. I'm going to take over his business when he retires. How about you, Manchester? What are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to rob every fucking McDonald's in this country. <laughs> like, oh, God, are you on that Burger King shit again? Burger King is better. <laughs> I mean, he's a king. He's not some stupid clown. <laughs> Who wants to eat from a clown? <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I get out of the military, I'm going to go back home, take over the family business when my dad dies. Like, oh. So you're going to take over the family? It's like, oh, is he, is he sick? No, when I get back, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow, so, um... Mom says I should put poison in his food. Yeah, you know, uh... He likes to... You know, he's, he's got a big sweet tooth, so... Just probably put some antifreeze in his Mountain Dew. <laughs> antifreeze in the Mountain Dew. Classic. Yeah. Uh, that I'm definitely taking out of the podcast. <laughs> I don't need anybody to, like, learn how to kill people like that. <laughs> That's not what I'm about. I think I think that's kind of common sense is that most people don't like to drink antifreeze. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, antifreeze is like very sweet tasting. Well, it used to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they changed it now that it has a has a more of a bitter taste to it because uh, uh, yeah, pets, you know, animals like to would mm-hmm. like to drink it because yeah, it was yeah. sweet tasting and um, and yeah, we we had neighbors who swore that somebody in the neighborhood. Killed their dog with antifreeze. Did they? Uh, I don't know. Did you? I didn't. <laughs> I mean, they went door to door asking everybody. And it's like, you know, maybe you just neglected your dog because you suck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how do you know it's antifreeze that they killed your dog? Like, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it's just, it, it's just, uh, did, uh, did I say he was? He was say he was dead. I didn't. He's not dead. <laughs> Remember to feed him? I wasn't testing it out to see about how to kill my wife. What? Who said that? <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Remember, we never had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's probably the craziest crime story I've heard. That know? that really is a, a, a tad bit insane. By it's tad bit, I mean, like, it's like wow, that's that's some crazy shit. Spectacular, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it'll only take a minute to go over the Tiny Toon Stalker, but we can talk about him, too, because we're only 45 minutes in. Yeah, let's, uh, tell me about, about this guy. So, like, long story short, the Cliff Notes version is the, there was, there was this guy, I can't remember his name, but, like, if you search Tiny Toon Stalker, then, like, it, it's easy to find. Uh... He, I mean, this was the very early days of the internet, it was, like, 1994, I think. 
Okay. And uh, he was kind of notorious for writing Tiny Toons Smut. All right. That's, um, I, I don't even, I don't even know what, what, what you would do. Like, like, uh, and then Montana Max grabbed Elvira and he bent her over and he's like, yeah, I'm Montana Max, bitch. I get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> we should, we should actually track it down and read some. I keep saying that we need to read like shitty internet stories for like Corova Book Club or something. I don't really want to read like, like Tiny Toon Smut, man. Boy, do I. <laughs> oh. Boy, howdy, I do. I know um, you do. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, Tiny Toons stopped after two seasons. Is it only two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, was it only two? It was, it was 100 episodes. I know that. And it was a, it was a daily show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, the, the website Yif Kill Destroy. Okay. Which was actually like anti-furry. They made fun of furries. From what I understand, they basically said that the creators of Tiny Toons were on record as saying that they were canceling the show because they were sick and tired of having creepy stalker fans who were harassing them and uh, Tress McNeil, uh, which was the voice for Babs. She also the voice of Doc, didn't she? Yeah, several. Several. Yeah, she she did a... I mean, she, like Cat Susie, she had a very wide array of characters that she did. Mm-hmm. Um... So, like, they were saying that she received a package from somebody who that was so, like, rapey and creepy and disgusting that she stopped touring around and doing the fan meetups and stuff. Just all kinds of, all kinds of crazy stuff. And so, then there was uh, a forum, I think it was called Go Rufus or something like that, or Go, no, it was Go Fido. Go Fido was like some really early days web forum. And so everybody got on there and was saying, oh, hey, you know, let's look at this article. Let's figure out who did it. And then they decided, oh, it must be this guy who writes all this Tiny Toons porn. Okay. And what followed was a huge smear campaign. Everybody just assumed it was him. And uh, I don't know if you've seen the last Tiny Toons episode. It was uh, they they released the two specials, which I know you and I have talked about what I did on my summer vacation. Yeah. But they also did um, the Halloween special. Mm, I don't know that one. So the Halloween special, they meet the scariest monster of all, which is the average Tiny Toons fan, and it's a big, fat, gross guy who who harasses all of them and is really creepy and handsy. And so everybody's like, there, you see, he's obvious. They're obviously making fun of this guy. And uh, it's only, you know, there, there have been, like, internet sleuths who have done, like, super extreme deep dives and have proven this guy really didn't do it. Okay. It's like, it, it's all, it was all just a huge smear campaign, presumably because somebody did not want to read about Babs getting lanced. But, uh... But, you, I mean, the thing is... No one's forcing you to read that. Like, yeah, if you're yeah, reading it, it's because right. you went out there to find it. Like, yeah, and it's it's a prose story, so... <laughs> no, force me to open my eyes and look at that. <laughs> What's the website again? <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting. Where? <laughs> Where would somebody put that? It's like a like family guy. It's like, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't it be it'd be funny if it was, like, it was like two guys in and a cup? Like, wait, like, wait, would it be funny? We should look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Okay, so um, go on, please. 
That that's about it. Um, so, so but the, but the guy ultimately didn't do it. Like he, yeah, or yeah. as we know now, he didn't do it. Uh, I I think that it's a pretty safe bet that he didn't do it. But like, but they still it, don't know who did. Well, as it comes to find out, like all the creators are now more recently saying, no, that's not at all why we canceled the show. It was like, we, we might have had some over-exuberant fans, but that's not why we stopped touring, anything like that. Um, it's basically just that like, they'd done 100 episodes of it, which they actually finished them before they started airing the show. So really? they decided to end the series well after. They were just like, we were just done. We decided to land that plane. We were done with the project. We wanted to work on Animaniacs and Batman. And so that's what they did. So they basically deny the whole thing. So that's that's where I think the confirmation is. The this guy, awkward and creepy though he be, that like he's I just I don't think he has it in him. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now that said, I've seen pictures of Tristan Peel back then. And you know, while while I do not condone stalking her I'm just saying I understand. <laughs> that's, that, that's not you know you can't do that. You can't you can't be like like I don't think that, that I don't think that, that that was appropriate, but I mean I mean if if, if I was a little like a, a couple brain cells short, like I would have done it. Or, or if, if I had had the means, I mean I like, I mean if I if I don't know what she looked like back in the day, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, granted, I was four years old. Oh. <laughs> wow. She, she was cute back then. I, I'm sure she was. I'm just, I'm just like, okay, so, so whatever happened to this guy? He's still around. They actually interviewed him in the documentary I watched, and he explained that he, he loved the show, but he was smart enough to know that, uh, that, like, the creatives behind the show were not the characters and he would have never reached out to her at all because like he you know that wasn't where his sexual interests slide no because yeah he was you know a big like you know kind of furry big creepy furry yeah yeah so all right um yeah um but but still we but we still don't know who actually was the culprit. Right, right. Or if there ever was a culprit, honestly. But someone sent her the package, right? Well, I mean that's the thing. It's like apparently the creatives are denying it. So they denied that it was a package was even sent. Yeah. So like the Yif Kill Destroy article was actually like apparently fake, according to that documentary. Oh. So so someone just made that entire article up. Yeah, it was and just then, like a smear campaign. And pinned it on this guy. So apparently uh, someone just had it in for this guy. Yeah, yeah. Because they probably didn't like... And how old were you at this time? Me? Yeah. I was like four. Seriously, and how old were you? I was four. Okay, I'm just I'm just thinking because like I know how much you hate furries, and like I can see you going after the original furry, be like like who who's who's furry ground zero? This guy? <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna get it. Yeah, no, I mean I I don't do cancel culture, bro. <laughs> I would have bullied the shit out of him, but I wouldn't have canceled him. Well, what do you think that is? That is bullying. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's a coward's bully. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Yeah, here, here she is young. See, she's, she's pretty cute. 
Looks pretty good. I mean, she actually looks the same, young and old. I mean, I was trying to find a picture of him. Like, she pretty much looks the same. Just like just, you mean. just like you know, a little less age on her. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, mean, she's, I, she's I, I wouldn't say age. I would say a little less seasoned. There we go. Hmm. There we go. Did she do the voice of Brandine? With who? On The Simpsons. Hey, Brandine. <laughs> <laughs> So and she she did a lot of voice work. Okay, but yeah. Um, all right. So interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. So. Uh, so okay, I'm gonna say this. This guy has to know who set him up. He apparently doesn't. Because he, he did the smart thing that Chris Chan never did and just shut down and ignored it until people stopped talking about it. But I'm saying, like, if somebody went through that much trouble to smear his good name, right, he has to know, like, who it was that he was say, getting some kind of, like, argument or fight with or whatever it was that would dislike him so bad. Like, you, he would have to know that at least. I mean, maybe. Maybe it's just a situation where, like... He never thought that it was a big deal, but the other, like, the person who set it up did think it was a big deal. I don't know. Oh, like, like he didn't think it was, like, like, a, like that the disagreement was, like, really all that much. But yeah. then this person was like, yo, you did this. And this is the guy. <laughs> he was oh, the one, wow. He was the one accused of stalking. Wow. Yeah, right? Yeah, he looks all kinds of, like, yep. He does. Like, it definitely would make sense. Yep, okay. Yep. So, Oh, yeah, the episode was called uh, Night Ghoulery. Ah, good. That's a good name. But, yeah, um, it's uh, it's apparently been full out denied by Tom Ruger. But, uh, shit, what was the guy's name? I have to know so that I can look up his fanfic. Oh, it's too, too yet. <laughs> Oh, wow. So she... Uh, I'm just looking at some things here. It looks like she did the voice of the uh, of the woman that taught uh, Katara how to bloodbend. Oh, cool. Have you, you... You haven't watched all of Avatar yet, have you? No. Dude, that is... Oh, that episode... That's it. Dennis Falk was the guy. It's so good, but it's also so wrong. Because uh, I've told you... Oh, oh so that's, she did the voice of, of Gadget? Mm-hmm. So okay, that that explains that explains so much right there, doesn't it? Though, yeah. Um, not saying I would do it, but I'm like, okay, I get the the, the correlation of like I, well, I see how, how the how the, the dots were pieced together. Uh, again, I'm not I'm not condoning or encouraging the stalking of voice actors. I don't really condone the stalking of anybody. So well, yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, in certain circumstances, I get it. Okay, give me a circumstance. Oh, well, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm, I'm not, just saying I understand. Right, I'm just saying, like, like give me give me a circumstance in which you could understand. Be like, I'm not saying, I'm not condoning this, I'm saying it's okay, but I can understand why you would have. Like, give me an example of that. You know, uh, Bjork. I mean, all you have to do is just... <laughs> All you have to do is... You, okay, this, this is how you stop Bjork. It's really simple. Remember that episode... Of uh, that uh, that one um, 
what is it? Uh, 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 Tex, I think it's Tex Avery. The one, it's, it's either Tex Avery or, um, uh, or, uh, what's his name? Charles, uh, Chuck Jones. I think it's Tex Avery though. The one where the guy is in prison and he's going to break out and he tunnels his way out and tunnels into the TV and it goes, and the TV's delivered back into the warden's office and he has to pretend he's all the shows on TV. Yeah, yeah. You know I, that one? I feel like that was Chuck Jones. Okay. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> uh, dude, I love that one. Especially when after he goes crazy and because and he, he digs his way out again and ends up digging into the warden's home and back up into the TV. Yeah. yeah. And the warden turns on TV with his wife and he's like, oh, he's like, you don't love this guy. I saw him earlier. He's crazy. <laughs> he's just losing his shit. <laughs> But that's what you do. You you deliver like a, like a TV to Bjork, and you're hiding inside. It's like one of those old like <laughs> like projection TVs, <laughs> and then you just hide inside. And then and every once in a while, you like put on a little show for her and stuff. <laughs> She's like, "Look at this show with my TV. It's so entertaining." <laughs> and that's it. That's how you stalk Bjork, and she would never know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's okay that the guy stalked her. I'm just saying, you know, we've, we've both watched the video where she talks about the TV. She's cute as a button. She's dumb as a post. Um, we, we, we haven't been able to stop talking about it. I'm just saying, I get it. I, I'm just going <laughs> to say this. For anybody that does decide to stalk her by hiding into a TV, just... You know, remember that TVs are stationary, especially when it's big enough for you to hide in. TVs are stationary. They do not move. Okay? So just keep that in mind. <laughs> TVs are stationary. They do not move. So if one day you wake up in your TV and you feel it rocking back and forth, you're like, hey, we're moving. Get ready to hop your ass out because you're about to go off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Like, oh, I'm all out of bottles and cans and forks and batteries and car tires and. <laughs> oh, Bjork. When I take the back off the TV, it looks like a little city. <laughs> oh, this has been like a horrible episode. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, it's, it's been Roof Man. <laughs> We started out. We started out with with a great business idea. Wow, she is seventy years old. Trust me, Neil. Yes. Wow. And I mean, here's the other thing: like, she has been was his partner, so I guess they're not married, but she has been with the same partner since 1974. Wow. Holy shit. All right then. Okay, so I have a question, mm-hmm. and this isn't aimed at her. I'm just curious about certain things. Like, if you were dating, like a someone like that, right? Like a voice actor. Mm-hmm. Like, would you expect him to kind of maybe do some different voices in bed? I mean, I guarantee Tom Kenny has done SpongeBob while making sweet love to his wife. So, so let's let's take a step back here. I'm talking about women. Women, nin, 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 nin. what oh you my, don't like oh thinking about? Look at that! It's it's Michael T. Williamson. Wow! In a really really young role. This is like before the new WKRP in Cincinnati. Huh? It's Easy Win, man from from Black Dynamite. I've not seen Black Dynamite. You haven't seen Black Dynamite? No. Yes, you have. No. 
Do that shit before it came to room. Oh, Black Dynamite. Oh, yeah, Black Dynamite. Yes, I have seen it. Okay. He's, he's, he's the guy that that worked in the um at the uh the pool hall. Yeah, when he's, yeah, when he's yeah. Like, he's, I've seen it. It's like, like fuck about your brother, and then, and then he like he like like very delicately steps over the guy's body when he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. I was like Chicago I, Wind. I was saying his name is Chicago Wind. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah. you haven't seen Black Dynamite. I, I I sorry sorry I just got it. I was thinking I'm gonna get you, sucker. Because I was thinking about that and didn't equate. Like, you ever seen I'm gonna get you, sucker? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. That, that's the thing. I was thinking, oh, I've seen that, and then I've heard Black Dynamite, and just my brain misfired. Okay. All right, so where are we at now? Uh, we're at an hour. No, so. I mean, like, what do we what do we have next? I mean, we're at an hour, so. Okay, <laughs> this so that's is probably, okay. This is probably a good time to land this train wreck of an episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna call this an Akomi solo episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you you fed right into this. You yes ended me every step of the way. That's <laughs> because I was afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I was in fear of my life. Ah, <laughs> oh. well. So we're just gonna label this one NSFW. <laughs> this was. This was a very informative episode. <laughs> we learned about good business models. We learned about Roofman. And NSFA, like, not safe for anyone. <laughs> they call those NSFL. No, I thought that was the football team. No, <laughs> that's NFL. Oh. No, NSFL is not safe for life. Oh. <sighs> life is not safe for life. All right, so my name is... Redacted. <laughs> Turk182. And I'm a Comey. And uh, thank you all for joining us. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. Well, I probably should Dr. Strange this. Like, you know, they really should put the warnings at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) But if you are still here at this part of the episode, at the end, you have nothing to complain about because you sat through the whole fucking thing. (laughs) So... (laughs) I can't believe I sat through the whole thing. (laughs) I mean... You're the kind of guy that would that would make out during Schindler's List. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why well, I never I never would. <laughs> so, all right. Well, my name is Turkwani too. Wakomi, <laughs> and uh, we will join you on next time for something that I hope will not be as racy as this one. But <laughs> I cannot promise you. Bye, everybody. Zang <laughs> yo. right there folks that was our moms think we're funny let's uh let's give them a hand <laughs>